0: Hello, Jane. How are you? Good. Uh, welcome back to the hot
1: seat. To the hot seat. We've been on our holidays. Jane's been in Waterford. I've been in Cork and Kerry and Tip And anyway, we had a break.
0: Sure, like everyone else in the country, we've been in the country.
1: Yes, yeah. The
0: west of Ireland. Yeah, so we well, have, not yeah. you. You've been down the no. southeast. Do um, you know what I was thinking, actually? Um, I was thinking about, like, God, the economy must get a nice little boost now from people going on their holidays in Ireland. But yeah. actually, Irish people staying in Ireland is a drop in the ocean compared to the amount of tourists that come in every year during normal times. A so. drop
1: in the ocean. Because to be fair, like a lot of Irish people do do stayca- like staycations, at least for weekends. But I guess now they're spending a lot more time in places. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, think of all the tourists. Like, <laughs> would you
0: have gone away for two whole weeks before no, in Ireland?
1: No, so no. So like we would do a lot of weekends and we were just saying like, God, oh, it's great. Because we've always wanted to do like two weeks. So we did 10 days. But... Like, I am always like, oh, but is it worth the annual leave? Like, will we not just yeah, do a yeah, long
0: weekend? So, I'm delighted we did because it was great. Like, it's so beautiful. I see a bit more violent. Yeah. Also, a- I like the kind of less stress of it. You don't have to go to the airport or anything. You know, you're yeah. just and then in your home and
1: fab. I have to say, oh, look, don't get me wrong. Of course, I would love to be on a beach in Italy with an April Spirits. But I, I can't, I don't, maybe it's because to be fair, I was away for two months at, like, the end of last year. But I don't, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm dying.
0: Am I to be honest? I just kind of want people to be safe and well, (laughs) like that's all I'm thinking of.
1: But uh, for me, now I do really feel like I want time off, like I wanted, I really wanted the break, but like I'm i'm fine doing it in Ireland. Like I was still really excited to go away, I was buzzing, like,
0: yeah, exactly. It's lovely, it's so nice. But now,
1: while we were on our uh, while we're in Kerry, actually, we did get um, a the, the thing on the radio. Talking about the new restrictions, and I was like, brought back. I was like, oh for fuck's sake, here we go again. Yeah. And he was announcing the the new ones. I, I was expe- I was actually waiting for. Did you hear that one? What one? Where where he was talking about the new restrictions? Like six people in a group were from oh, home yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, the way he was building it up, I was like, and oh, he's also not
0: as good as Leo, is he? As, yeah, no. Doesn't Andrea have the same. Some Mr. Burns. Oh
1: God. <laughs> But I just was like I, Anyway I thought he was Going to amount to something I was like Are we going back Into fucking lockdown like, You know what
0: I will say though I think that Leo Had a much easier job In that it was at the start And he's just naturally Kind of better At like galvanising people Yeah and, you know, Dramatic He's more he, dramatic And he's more You know He's he's a good public speaker I think Micheál Martin stutters a bit <laughs> and, um, But I also <laughs> think that Like his government Look I mean I don't, I'm not a fan of any of them But I think that his government Particularly have a really hard time Because they're coming in at the tail end of Yeah ice. and when everyone's really fed up And and he's not a very good public speaker So he's, he's more coming across like um, An annoyed school teacher yeah. Like, stay indoors. That's whereas Leo exactly, was like, Yeah, we're all in like, this together. Yeah. I'm so
1: sorry about this. You know, yeah, that's so and true. He's calling
0: people out and, you know, I just don't think he's doing it right. But then all the other fucking. Can we talk about Golfgate? <laughs> fucking
1: hell. Oh, God, I'm sick of Golfgate.
0: Well, it's done now. It's design, all it's it's it was. yeah. Fucking Golfgate. Now, it's a couple of weeks. And so by the time this comes out, it'll be even more than a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just a fucking. The, the neck. Fucking, <laughs> the neck <laughs> the neck like I mean and I know like Mary Lou and a few others said it a few of the shinners said it um, but it's dead true it's like <laughs> Mary Lou was very funny she was like <laughs> what did she say she was like it's like now I didn't know of an of the existence of an the golf society <laughs> 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 but I find it highly inappropriate that they'd be rubbing shoulders with the likes of bankers and like yeah, all yeah, sorts of yeah. lobbyists I'm like of course like the fact that they even exists is fucking bizarre. Let alone that they all fucking traipse off for a pistol. It's, it's
1: so hilarious. They all. Do you all know how ch- much
0: money um, Phil Hogan gets paid?
1: Um, I did see this. My dad called me. He was giving me the hot take. Three hundred something. Three
0: hundred or something. Three hundred and fifty a year. Yeah. Wow. 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 But you know what's actually sad? He'll now go to. Also, he, I he think... already resigned back in the nineties from something else, didn't he? From another thing, yeah, but he's gonna go and probably end up working for like a private company and probably be on double the money you know what i mean like it's just so it's so funny that
1: they're all like will we go to this thing yeah yeah will we go i think it was like overnight in the hotel like bar dinner the whole like gala dinner like how did no one
0: think you know okay maybe not like it's more than 50 people like i just don't understand so the whole shtick was they walked in and so now to, now my dad, here's what my dad says. Now my dad can be a very frustrating man, but to be fair, he was very reasonable with this assessment of the situation. He said, Jane, there's three people at fault here. Three bodies at fault. Number one, three tiers. Oh, go on. Number one, the organisers. Yeah. This was organised back in March. They absolutely should have just cancelled it. it. So Number two, the hotel, who should have had everything in place or turned it down to be like, we can't have this in place. And yeah. number three then the bottom tier is the people who actually went. So by the time people actually went, everything else was like, Oh no, it's grand, you can come in. The organizer said it was fine, the hotel said it was fine. But like <laughs> apparently Ender Kenny walked in and was like, Are you fucking mad? and left.
1: Really? Yeah. Go on, Ender. Yeah. So uh Oh, so maybe they were told it was going to be like something, it was going to be very safe or something. Oh yeah,
0: no, they were told that it was going to be, that it's completely compliant. They had one screen But it screen wasn't though, up. because there sure, was more than 50 people. So the whole thing was that there was 80 people okay. and they had a screen up in the you middle of the room. You know a lot about this, Jane. <laughs> oh, my dad called me every night with details. Oh God. There was a screen up in the middle of the room that essentially divided the room, I think, which technically meant there was 40 people in each section. Right. But like... Go fuck yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, look, I'm not getting into golf case, but it, anyway.
1: It was weird. We were driving to get to where Dave's from in Tip, it's north 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 tip, and we essentially go through Kildare, Leash, and Offaly to right. get to it. <laughs> and um so we passed through all three lockdown countries, didn't get out of the car, of course. But um we did get stopped in in Burr, I think. And by the guards, they were like, where you come from? Where you going? And it was so weird because I was like, where'd you come from? cut my Joe? Yeah. But I was like, I come from <laughs> Dublin. It's called right Prairie. But it was so weird to go through like lockdown counties. I was like, well, weird.
0: T- w- isn't it mad to think that it kind of became commonplace that there was guard checks there on Clambrasil Street like every morning and like going through Ranla there was guard checks. We managed
1: like- to really not have it. I don't know how we got so lucky. We didn't have any guard checks in Dublin. What? Throughout the whole of lockdown. And when we're driving, like oh,
0: oh, I was like, I just told you there was one on Clambrasle Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there were loads everywhere, but yeah, we yeah. just never so you
0: never got stopped. No, this is no. our first time, and I was
1: like, mad, mad. But I have to say now, um, I'm fairly fed up.
0: I'm done, and do you know what? I don't even want to get into it because is that Frankie? Hold <laughs> on, what the fuck? Sorry, lads. As you all know, we have a resident hey. dog. Can you hear that? Dog domestic going on. Ro has just left as if like we weren't in the middle of something. And you know what? I'm going to stick it to her and I'm not going to edit this out. Not that she would know. She doesn't listen to episodes back. Oh, she's back. She's back. She's back. Oh, Jesus. I was talking shit about you. Yeah. Yeah. What did she say? You find out when you listen to it. It's always
1: so hard. I don't know how people do podcasts by themselves because just that moment where it's just you. It's like, um, hello everybody
0: (laughs) now i have to go no Uh, what i was
1: gonna say i'm not gonna get into the whole the whole COVID thing really in detail what i've just been feeling recently is i feel like i don't have any creativity left i'm feeling very much like yeah what I, i i feel i'm struggling to find things i'm even passionate about yeah like i'm a bit like what do i like doing what is who am i what like i feel like i'm just in this humdrum routine of working from home and doing nice things the weekend and stuff but i don't know there's an aspect of my brain that is just feeling very uninspired i feel that and i'm just feeling really not creative not that i'm like always fucking painting bitches or whatever but i don't i just i'm, I'm i am i to figure even, out what i want to like what i want and what i like
0: i can't even um consume any new media as in like um even starting a new podcast seems very stressful to me oh god yeah. um but yeah, I you do you know what I mean yeah I do know but what I mean I'm I feel like I'm starting to come out of it a little bit I force myself to listen to a podcast <laughs> that I liked I was like oh great I found a new podcast and in turn that makes the wheels work so I'm like oh well now I've got something great to listen to when I go for a walk so I'm gonna be more inclined to go for a longer walk and you know things like that but i totally understand i'm there with you
1: i think it's like i think you need to kind of bite the bullet and push yourself a bit like for example i was like oh maybe i should go back to my gym because like that gets me out in the evenings out of the house even though you know and i'm like oh is it safe whatever but like do you know even just things like that
0: maybe it's just about pushing yourself a bit more put down your fucking phone oh god yeah oh so much time like you know when you just like I will put on a new TV show and then I'm just on my phone so I turn off TV show. I want to go for a walk, but then you're on a podcast I'm, or a voice uh, message or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't. It's hard. And, you know, I, I last week I went to uh, the coffee shop that me and Ro go to near us, Marlo and co. Mm-hmm. Lovely people who own it. Mm-hmm. Lovely coffee shop. Gorgeous. Um, But I went in and I was talking to the guy who owns it and he was like, how are you? And I'm like, I was like, Do you know what? I don't know how I am. <laughs> that's like, a very honest answer you know, yeah, you know, I was, like, I was oh. like it's a bit like I'm just done I'm done with it like and he goes you know what this week has been real heavy I've noticed with people like coming in and even myself and he was like do you know what it is Jane I just think that it's really starting to sink in for people that it's here for the long haul and it's not just yeah, you know and definitely. I think that it's really starting to sink in and it's affecting people's moods but look, because um, summer is
1: over, like we're going, in, it's September yeah. now and kids are back to school and it's so funny, like kids are going back to school and numbers are higher than they were when the schools shut, yeah. which is freaky. But also I know it's clusters and factories and all, but um, yeah, I think it's just summer's over. And we realized, yeah, this is just it. I yeah. think summer, that it was just like kind of like, not that we're all still working and stuff, obviously, but it just felt like a bit of a stopgap or like... It's
0: like, well, at least the weather's good. Yeah,
1: it was like a section. I think we're all like now like, oh my God. I we're think we thought winter.
0: that, oh, by the time winter comes along, it'll be gone. So like, don't worry about it. At least this happened during summer. Yeah. But now it's still happening. Anyway, can we get into the episode? because But on we go. Okay, we're yeah. going to do Agony Ant part two. So the last episode that came out was a couple of weeks ago at this stage mm-hmm. and we answered some questions. If you haven't listened to it, do listen back because there's some juicy ones. Um thanks so much to everyone who sent in their problems. yeah uh, for trusting us to give you advice on it. No, you got are we going to talk about the reply we got the answer to the Yeah, I think we will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um thanks for trusting us. I know it's uh very stressful to put yourself out there and like literally message a podcast with very intimate details about your life, but um we appreciate it
1: yeah so lovely yeah and we hope we do you just just yeah in our answers. and look
0: more than anything you know what it's not even about what great advice we give you it's about knowing that chances are lots of people have gone through similar things mm-hmm. than you so it's offering a different perspective and mm-hmm. you're not alone and that's the whole idea of this podcast right yep Yep. amen so with that in mind uh here is a problem we got sent in and um, we wanted to keep it because we think it's a good one and we're actually going to do a whole lengthy episode on this but then we got a few other nice ones in just this afternoon so um yeah we're going to do this and then we're going to do some quick fire ones a few little
1: pick and mix ones then at the end
0: and you know what we haven't even read the pick and mix ones properly so it'll be fucking off the cuff off the cuff <laughs> right geez we're kind of snappy we're on, jacked up had a cup of tea i'm buzzing had some crumble so hey gals Firstly, I want to say that I thoroughly enjoy listening to you guys. Cute. Thank you. I wanted to send this as an email. So she sent us this as an email of all things, an email, not even an Instagram DM. I wanted to send this as an email because question, my question wouldn't fit in the Instagram box. Sorry. I wanted to ask your thoughts. So I turned 24 this week and for some reason, more than any other age I've turned, I've just had a proper quarter life crisis and started freaking out that I'm not where (laughs) I'd hoped I'd be by this age. I just feel like 24 is an age where you should have your life you, sh- you should have your life some way together. I'm not the type to compare myself to others usually but for some reason I can't stop doing it now in every aspect. Anyway I was just wondering how you guys deal with comparison and societal pressure. Any ideas would be greatly appreciated. Thanks Emil gals. Adore listening. So many thoughts. So many thoughts and I really want to not be patronizing either
1: yeah because you do only be like oh you're only 24 it's
0: grand because like i remember being 24 yeah so right and it's hard so where were you when you were 24 um when i was 24 i was working in a magazine called gcn mm-hmm. i was earning basically minimum wage mm-hmm. but i loved what i did um i lived in a house with loads of people i was single perpetually heartbroken um <laughs> Um, you God. can vouch for that <laughs> yeah i can uh, okay. and i didn't have a fucking clue where i was or what i wanted but i was having a really good time like it's the mm-hmm. time where you don't really have any yeah commitments really you can kind of go mad yeah um and yeah overall i was having a great time well it it's it, yeah obviously with, with you can look
1: back at rose tinder glass was a great time but stressful i know i hated well. myself yeah yeah, yeah. I actually was similar at 24 so I maybe I can't remember if I started if I started the job I'm still in now I, I think I was 25 probably yeah but 24 I was doing some freelance stuff um, I didn't know where I was going didn't know what I wanted to do I was thinking about doing a course in digital marketing um, I was thinking I was still living at home I eventually moved out for like a, mo- a few months here and there and um, eventually took a kind of a traineeship with the company I'm in now Simmers Jane like entry 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 level like we're yeah. talking minimum wage as well really actually didn't know really what i wanted to do either um but yeah i was having a good time but certainly didn't have my shit together in a way that i was like i knew i know what i want to do i have loads of money saved i like no not at all
0: now i think what she's saying is that she feels like she wishes she had a, or she thinks that she should be somewhere else had, a, had She should have achieved more by 24. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. If you have survived and if you are self-sufficient or at least have a goal to be self-sufficient, um, I think you're exactly where... It should be. be and like look we don't know
1: what aspect she's comparing to others like is it maybe a, is it relationship wise is it financially is it job wise we don't know there's probably and there's probably one part of that she's like I'm not where other because she says comparison a lot um what I would say like that doesn't even really go away in a certain extent um but what I will say is like so I'm 31 Jane's 30 and we if we look at all of our friends even at this age Everyone is in very different places in their yeah. lives. And I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So there's some people obviously who are married and have children. There's some people who are single and living at home. There's some people who are single love life living in an apartment. There's some people who have changed careers. Some people are going back to college. Some people don't have any job. Some people have lost their job. Yeah. Like honestly even at this age there is such a varied lifestyle um which i think is amazing i'm not saying that like we're all super chill about everything but i think it's i think life is just different
0: i think okay so to really break this down like and we've talked about this before the kind of concept of a timeline yeah we have is so prevalent and Mm -hmm. and look i get it Mm -hmm. and i definitely get like that too like i think about the future in the next 10 years and this and that but i think as a and i i'm victim of it as well uh we think that to be successful you you want to be successful young you yeah you know what i mean yeah like we think that oh well I don't want to be in my 30s or 40s or 50s before I'm successful you think you're not a success unless you're successful while you're still young and you can enjoy it that's so true um which is ridiculous because you know we're learning we are always learning like you are a different per- like yeah look I hate to be cl- cliche it's it's not about the destination like because it's about the journey it's, it's all about the climb Ain't about how fast you get there It's about the climb uh, Oh what a tune Oh banger But the thing is like You know What What, what are your goals Like what did you think That you were going to achieve By the time you were 24 um, Because I guarantee you That if you had achieved those things Then you're going to have another thing That you wish i had achieved By the time you're 26 Or you didn't this The goalposts always change What you want always changes What I wanted when I was 24 Is not what I want for my life now No At all No because I realized that was stupid (laughs) like I wanted to move to LA and become a photographer like at some stage like I'm like what the fuck was I thinking (laughs) like it's it's so I will say um I don't know like the whole comparison thing like I think people are just obsessed with making something of themselves and have really high expectations for for how they're going to make their money and you know how am I going to Find what I love doing and then exploit it so I can make money out of it until you fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: well, we don't even know if it's necessarily financial or work thing that she's worried about, but it's yeah.
0: No, but it's the same for everything. Like even just having a goal of where you think you should have been by a certain age. Like, what is age? What is age? What is success? Yeah, and then if you reach if you reach your peak now. You have fucking sixty something years left. Yeah, what are you
1: going to do after that? But also, it's funny you should mention that we all see success like it's more important if you achieved it young. So even in a workplace, if like there was somebody like she's like twenty seven, and I'm like, God, you're doing so well for yourself, twenty seven. Wow. And there's almost just like, God, she's doing better than me when I was twenty seven, or you know, you immediately go to yourself but it doesn't matter bloody damn what age you come to anything like I've had people walk through the doors of our company and like they could be in their 40s like late 40s and want to start a fresh new career and like if anything you're like legend like that's amazing yeah exactly you know but um I don't think is anyone where they thought they'd be by a certain age I don't know anyone who is I'm not where exactly where I thought I'd be
0: now but you can't look into a crystal, crystal ball no but I was never I don't think I wait where you thought you'd be or where you wanted to be
1: I, I i if you asked me this question where do i think i'd be when i'm 31 i actually don't know what i would have said because i don't think i really have ever planned my life that no. way i'm a very planned person in many aspects of my life but not i've never been like i've never had like one year five year plans you know some people are very oh, yeah, no. i've never been like that so i actually don't know if you'd asked me like when i was 17 where i thought it'd be at 30 i probably would have said oh like you know probably kids and all that but then the closer you get to that you're like Hold on a second watch. and also
0: society changes like that yeah. kind of i think in our parents generation there was an expectation of you know at 21 22 you, you get, get married, married yeah, you yeah, yeah if you're 24 and you're so single you're fucking on the shelf you know what i yeah. mean like it's uh we're living in a different world but uh i'm gonna get real sappy and existential here but like all we have is now yep <laughs> and literally the future doesn't exist and the past doesn't exist and all we have is right here and now so why keep looking to the future? About like, so I get really freaked out about death. Right, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. I get really, really freaked out about death. And uh, one thing, like, and I talked about it in therapy. one thing my therapist said was, your brain is doing its job and it is uh, trying to figure out the outable. Yeah. Um. So it's just going around and around in circles, round and around in circles, just trying to make sense of what this foreign concept is. Mm-hmm. I think the same goes for the future. And I think that, uh, you know, we will think about what's going to happen in the future, what's going to happen in the future and plan, 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 plan. But you'll never know what's going to come in the no. future. You never know what curveball is going to come and hit you. You never know what opportunity is going to come. Um, so, I mean, don't get bogged down in in I'm this age and I should be here because there's probably something much better coming for you.
1: Like, I think you can absolutely, of course, have goals and things you want to achieve. And if you haven't achieved them, if you're saying like, look, next year would like to like, do this course or or get into this career like that's all absolutely fine short-term goals yeah but you don't need to say like by 28 i want to have like especially you need to look at what you can control and what you can't control like if it's like you know getting experience in a certain job or starting a course or learning something new they're all things that are very much in your control if it's like i want to find a partner and be married unfortunately no one can tell you that's going to happen. You know, of course, you can have hopes and desires and dreams for those things. But unfortunately, there's things that are just completely out of our control. And I think when we're talking about goals and ages and and, and putting pressure on ourselves, I think it's important to more focus on the things that we can actually do yeah, rather right? than just like, I want to be married and have a house and have kids and have this. Because if you if you put that pressure on yourself and it doesn't happen, it's really horrible because like you actually can't control those things you can't like like if i'm talking to a friend who's single like i really want to meet somebody and as much as i want to say you will you will and as much as i think they will
0: i don't know you can you can make steps to meeting someone though of course and you can put yourself out there yeah but you can't you don't know yeah you can't control it. yeah true um but also like the goals will change like what you want now and what you thought you wanted to be at this stage like okay I'm not I'm trying not to be condescending here yeah and I'm really don't mean it this way because I totally get it but like when I was 24 I didn't have a clue no I just didn't have a clue um like if I look back at all I've learned in the past six years it's like whoa I'm a different person yeah um I'm the product of my experiences and of the past six years and I really believe the 20s are the new teens yeah and i don't mean that in a condescending way i mean that the 20s are some of your hardest years you are going out into the world for the first time you don't know who you are you finished college which is
1: almost like a safety net in some ways like you're like i'm in college i'm in college i can't be expected we
0: are going into this fucking insane rental market where and property market where it's almost impossible to move out of your parents house so that has a whole identity thing to it as well It's fucking shit. Like it's so hard. Mm -hmm. So to add plus you're bombarded with media and messaging about how you should be and how you should live your life all day long
1: plus if you think about so i was going to think of this the other day the pandemic is really hard for lots of different cohorts of people of course but like if i was going through a pandemic at 24 and COVID, like going out was was really important to me back then you know we've got all the time like and it was really good for social really good to meet people romantic to have sex to do you know all these things to go out and just have fun and i do think that would be really struggling for teenagers and people in their 20s who want to party all the time yeah
0: like so, that's so hard I mean go easy on yourself You've got all this going against you And yet You're still here You're doing well uh, Do not add the pressure to that Of I should have been Fucking a CEO of business at 24 Because it's just not realistic You're surviving and Isn't you've emailed, that amazing
1: And the fact that you've emailed Just saying like I'm, I'm having a quarter life crisis I don't, I'm not sure where I want to be Like it sounds like You're actually probably pretty like You know You're somebody who Acknowledges these things And, and yeah. probably gonna I'd say you're quite like proactive actually yeah um also yeah i guess you might see that so yeah has someone on tiktok or instagram was like you know made millions by 24 or whatever i mean that's not the reality so
0: do you know what what really hit me like would i say i'm having a quarter life crisis or had a quarter life crisis i probably did Mm -hmm. um i remember when i hit like 25 i was like oh i'm in my late 20s now but now i'm 30 and then i'm like oh god 27 is so young yeah isn't it funny it's like it's all perspective um but what i will say is uh quad life crisis i can't remember what i was talking about (laughs) what was
1: i saying just there um i don't know
0: but I feel like also it's I think
1: quality crisis is such a it's a very intense way of describing it. But like I feel like we all come to crossroads at lots of different times in our lives. Yeah. Like I can I can think of lots of different ages where it was, it was just that's one of the way I can describe it as like being at a crossroads and being like okay where do I want where do I want to go next which is totally normal. Yeah. And you might be like I'm not really sure and I definitely felt that when I hit thirty I was like okay what is good like what do I want here do I want to focus like do I want to change a career do what about you know that's all normal.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, I, yeah I would say I mean it's a tough place to be I think you're absolutely not alone but I think you're putting extreme unfair pressure on yourself oh no what I was going to say was what was a big deal for me when I turned like 25 and I noticed that the celebrities coming up were younger than me oh sick Like it started around the same time as Rihanna yeah, and like Taylor Swift yeah. who was like the same age as me and then, That's, yeah. As I then then Miley and I loved Miley and she's like three years younger yeah. than me, and now Tops. I see people like were born in like nineteen ninety seven. Oh, I
1: don't know, what, early twenties. Probably yeah.
0: Ariana's probably early
1: twenties. Yeah, she's like I think she's like twenty six or something. Anyway, yeah, you're like oh right. Do you know
0: what really got me the other day? Huh. I said it to Andrea last night. People on TikTok talk about like. Oh, when they were kids and they loved Justin Bieber and they have posters, but they're like adults. They're like, yeah. they're like 19 or 20 now. Mm-hmm. They talk about Justin Bieber like we talk about Justin Timberlake.
1: No oh God. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: childhood, like heartthrob. Yeah. When you're but young. Who, you're... He is now an adult and like he's old, but yeah. like he's, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's like so... 25. Oh my
1: God, Jane, that's blown my mind. Isn't that mad? Justin Bieber is to them, what Justin Timberlake is to us. Yeah. Fuck
0: off. Yeah, I know. Because In my head, Justin Bieber is still a baby
1: um oh, but yeah. i for me those moments are like um when i started i think i've said this before but when i started work i was like one of the youngest people in the company and then as we grow and grow and, grow and I, everyone gets older and then the young people coming in like 22 23 oh, yeah and all of a sudden. It just it was a transition. And there's lots of us in the same boat. We're like, God, we're not the youngest in the company anymore. Like by a long shot. I'm used to being the baby. And yeah. you know, what?
0: like um, when the girls on my team and I was just talking to her today about this episode I was doing and she also oh, I said I was recording the podcast tonight, and she's like, oh, what's it about? And I said, oh, well, we have a problem mm-hmm. in and I said it was about quarter life crisis. And she was like, that sounds exactly like my friend. And then she had a bit of a crisis. And then I was like and she was like, oh, no, I'm being stupid. And I'm like, it's so like literally two examples right there of girls in your age group that are having the exact same problem yeah um which is you know it's normal it's normal but also you're, it's you're covid
1: out. and we're all having mini life crises we're like what do we want really want truly want from our lives i feel like everyone's also looking at themselves I, I know, regardless of age but i
0: just what i'm learning and what i have learned especially recently is like you know take every day as it comes like you can only plan so much yep something could happen tomorrow that's going to change your life forever and it's going to be a big fucking fuck you to all your plans so i totally agree
1: and i've really felt that i've really been thinking of that a lot in the last few months as well it's like because who would have thought that this is who would have like fuck your what like 20 like we used to have work twenty twenty plan and i'm
0: like look at 2020 lads yeah (laughs) like it's not you just don't know what's coming um so i mean what you want now is not going to be what you want when you're 26 27 28 29 30 and you know why because you're going to keep learning and you know yeah i mean
1: it's a journey it's not it's not a destination enjoy the ride like to be honest like i remember like so cliche but um like like living is great we're bloody lucky to be living and breathing and being able to experience life and midlife crisis and quarter crisis and you know, I just think that, like, you mentioned death earlier on, and I too am terrified of death. Who isn't? Listen to our death episode if you haven't. Yeah. But, um, like, even Jane mentioning the word death, my stomach, I get lightheaded. Like, I'm like, oh, God. But um, it's like, if I ever just want to be brought back into my, like, into just what's real and what's, what, I'm just like, okay, well, actually, I'm going to die someday. So get a get a grip get over this tiny thing you're worried about if it's something stupid but uh, yeah I think death
0: often comes into my mind when I'm just like trying to get a hold of myself I guess that's a nice tool I mean I think uh, as I always say age is a privilege and um, I was watching something recently it was definitely on TikTok oh Gary V you're busy <laughs>
1: I was actually gonna say, Gary V is so annoying, but he actually gives does so many videos to younger people. And he speaks the truth. Like Absolutely. he's a bit aggressive, but he said right. Absolutely. He's like, You should not know what you want to do at 22. I only became successful at 40. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, because he fucking worked and you know <laughs> he tried, tried and things. he wasn't looking at what other people were doing. Um, but the thing is, is uh he said he did an episode and he said something like an episode of his podcast and he put up a clip and it was like he said something like the chances of being born a human i know it's like it's like 700 billion to one or something ch- yeah so we're already lucky exactly cool? the fact
1: that we're here yeah I, yeah but also like this is again another major cliche i'm going to say here but I, I presume you are like you know you're you've a lot of freedom as in i presume you don't have like a mortgage and kids or whatever um like it's a great t- time to try things if you're not sure yeah. as well or you have no real commitments. I don't know what your your situation is, if you're living at home, if you have to pay bills, whatever. But usually it's a great time to try things. I like, changed like, you career at 25. To, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was able to like take the traineeship for crap money and I was really, I'm delighted I did because again, I was like living at home and I didn't really know, you know, there's like yeah. so.
0: Uh, and do you know what? Who knows? In five, six, seven years, I might change career again. Yeah. Like it's not like, you know, I think I think it's kind of natural to kind of have a, like those every five year milestones of like totally. taking stock of your life but like that's gonna happen you know I remember talking to one of my old bosses and he'd just turned 50 and we had a little birthday mm-hmm. cake and he was like he goes I was in my 20s and he goes god you wouldn't pay me to go back to my 20s you don't know who you are you're broke you don't like He just <laughs> yeah. and he's like 30s were great 30s were like some of my favorite years he was like either 30s or 40s were just amazing I've heard a lot of people say that yeah he was like I mean you know he you are a bit better. You have a little bit more money. Sex is way better because you yeah. know exactly what you want. You're not putting up with fucking... Fuck boys. He didn't use yeah. that word. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, he's a gay man. so oh, okay. Um, but like, you're not... You know he are. You value yourself a little bit more. Like, so isn't that lovely? And that always stuck with me that like the 20s aren't the be-all end-all. People think no. like, oh, my 20s are my best years. No, they're your hardest years. I agree. They're your hardest
1: years. You're figuring shit out and you're trying things. But like... Yeah I mean I think my late 20s to where I am now like the life I think about like 28 to 31 like I've, I've really enjoyed it because I felt like I've just been my true self yeah, to be honest you know, you know you yourself want. you're just sick whatever Yeah Um. Also like I would hate if I thought I had everything figured out and knew exactly what I want now like if I was like no this is exactly like I know if I was able to plan out everything I'd be kind of bored with that I like the idea that like I could change something on a whim tomorrow yeah. if I wanted to just because you reach a certain age just, I don't think any of that stops
0: No No uh, just to go back to one point you made was like how do you stop comparing yourself to people I don't know (laughs) tell me (laughs) Jane tell me I don't know uh no it's hard because we live in a world full of comparison uh but I will say and quote Gary Gary V as soon as you start focusing on on um how people judge you or how you perceive them to judge you Mm -hmm. you've already lost like you need to what do you want to do Mm-hmm. what makes you happy yep. because the second you start it's so cliche but the second you start doing something for someone else or for someone else's approval for how you look on instagram you've already lost
1: do you ever meet somebody and they're just so so happy in what they're doing and it could be i don't know they're they're setting up their own business or there could be something tiny like like i can't even think of an example but just someone who's just genuinely really happy with what they're doing and they're just radiating and it mightn't be the same path as everyone else but you're just like
0: they are so fucking happy yeah it's amazing and you know what else it, it, like in 10 years it mightn't be the thing that makes you yeah. happy you know what i mean like yeah. just go
1: with the flow like but also dear god like what you see on instagram you have no idea what people's going on in people's lives we just
0: talked about this in shy talk and i'm not going to go into it but very tragically chad chadwick boseman, boseman died so sad he was literally an on-screen superhero buff to fuck he started getting skinny people just assumed it was for mm-hmm. a role only when he died did we realize that he was fighting cancer for the past four years like isn't that that is it in a nutshell like that's mm-hmm. horrendous you have no idea what's going on with people's life no. it is not real it is just not real
1: no and the reality the reality of life is it's very rare that all cylinders are firing perfectly I don't know if that's what I'm saying Absolutely. or that everything is going well so you could be like abso- I'm talking about from personal experience and just from like people in my life you could be killing it in your job but something then could be going terribly wrong in your personal life or your family life or with your own health or something you could be your relationships could be great but maybe then you get fired like i mean i really think that it's very rare that every aspect of your life is perfect so if you're seeing somebody on instagram and maybe they've just gotten a big raise or they've set up their own company you don't know what how the other aspects of their life are going um so i just think it's really important just to remember that what you just what you see is not reality
0: it's not reality um okay well we hope that helped yeah it was a bit of a ramble but we hope that gave you some insight we, yeah and I think just just one more thing saying
1: about the comparison thing I think we can all probably draw from a personal experience I know I personally can where I can say like okay look, like I posted that Instagram picture of me on a trip or something but actually I was going through like a horrific time yeah and we can all probably say that like oh when I posted that picture you know I was bawling my eyes out that yeah. morning i think most people i think we sometimes go to instagram when we feel low to then show that we're okay in some way so also keep that in mind as well what goes on behind closed doors no one has any idea so just i think there's no point in in comparing because
0: you just don't know just fucking turn off your phone for a couple hours hopefully that Um, helped okay we do some quick fires yeah i'll grab them
1: up now so let's see what we got okay seeing a girl for eight weeks or uh, not seeing anyone else
0: but she doesn't want the girlfriend label and i do Very strange for lesbians not want to move in after a couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah very strange this is two, two girls. lesbian tropes and um lesbian. look i mean labels aren't everything but also if she specifically doesn't want the girlfriend label then where is it going she said if you've
1: actually had the conversation so does she
0: still want to see other people is that the like what, what's with the label you know what I
1: mean yeah I don't know if she said if, if she's explicitly said I don't want the girlfriend label and it, to be honest if you do if you want to if you want her to be your girlfriend and to be in a committed relationship with just each other like uh, it doesn't sound like that's what she
0: wants I mean I have I have an idea go for it Jane I think you should take her, clad ring turn it around and spin it around
1: <laughs> looking out at a doggy island do what I did
0: do you uh yeah i mean it's m- way more about a label like fair enough if she doesn't like labels maybe she's a bit weird about commitment maybe she's not there she yet a relationship it sounds like but it? it sounds like well, what do, what does that mean what yeah. what what is the meaning behind that so maybe you need to have a conversation of so do you just not want me to call your girlfriend but are you okay being exclusive or do you mean that you want to see other people or communication is key i think you need to have that conversation um and i will say uh I've learned many a hard lesson. Don't tiptoe around it. You're not going to scare away someone who's really into you. No. And also... And you can't trick someone into liking you either. No.
1: And also, if you other tidbits here, usually your gut is right. Yeah. If you're feeling like she doesn't want anything serious, I don't think she will. You're, you're probably... Like, you are probably right if that's the feeling you're getting. If you've messaged into us, you're obviously worried about it. And if she says she doesn't want the label and if you're worried about it, I mean, if it's... I, I, I think... you and what is it the, the great quote when someone shows you who they are believe them if she's telling you she doesn't want a girlfriend label and you do believe them the first time believe them I don't think necessarily I don't know I can I'm trying to think of examples where someone has just waited it out and like the person has changed their mind like I don't know I can't think of any example no if someone says after two months I don't want a relationship I don't
0: know I don't know again we, we don't know how head. often
1: have they seen each other in two months is it like you I know, know, I know there's lots of details here like if you've barely seen each other maybe it's still very early days and yeah. that's what she's saying we need a lot more backstory maybe she needs to get to know you a bit better on the conversation but i'm sorry because it's fucking shit if you really like this girl and you want to be in a relationship with her and and she's not reciprocating that like that is absolutely crap
0: yeah and it's also a fucking head fuck yeah why are you seeing me for eight weeks then like why are you seeing me for eight weeks? Why are you seeing me for eight weeks? And also, like, we should not just end it now yeah. if you don't want to be my girlfriend? Why? What the fuck's <laughs> going through your head? <laughs> it's
1: like we're both pulling from personal experiences. Here. Oh my god! yeah. Why
0: are you seeing me for eight weeks? Like,
1: it's just like you're just getting. I hate this shit. I'm like, you're just getting the benefits, the benefits of a lovely
0: relationship, but you're able to go around and fuck around all you want. I had a moment today. Um, I've I've gotten back to writing. Oh, which is nice. So, um, I write essays. <laughs> that I've never showed anyone about my There's life. There's going to be a book in Jane's future. Someday, someday. But I have lots of like personal essays I've written over the yeah. years. And uh, I was going through all my Google Docs and I found one that I wrote about a girl I was seeing about four or five years ago. Yeah. And I read it and almost vomited like very well written if I do say so myself because <laughs> it really fucking brought me back and I almost got sick. So I feel you. I feel you. I hate it. It's awful. It. Why are you messing around But Like of course it takes people time to figure out what That's they want. That's very exciting
1: as well though. But like of course it takes people time to figure out what they want though you also have to respect to like you know i don't know what i want but i i don't know after two months i feel like you'd know where if it's going somewhere or not yeah i don't know you need to have a chat about it yeah okay next one any tips on how not to be over sensitive or how to not take everything to heart no, no i'm a sensitive sensitive sally
0: what's wrong with taking things to heart though that's true like Oh, actually, no, it's definitely.
1: No, because I take things so personally. And yeah, I, so
0: do I. Yeah. I <laughs> and my mom
1: told me today, like, with a lot of sense of the sound, Like, my, yeah, I think it runs in the family. Because she was saying, "Yeah, I'm also sensitive, and your father's sensitive," and she was, "But you're also defensive." <laughs> and then I was like, and then she "What?" Takes that to her. And then I was, <laughs> and I was, and then I was so defensive that she called me defensive. And then I was really sensitive about her calling me defensive. And it was like, I was like, "Well, I've just shown my true colors, mom, haven't I?" Uh,
0: um, I would say that usually when you're sensitive to something and you have a very sensitive reaction, it's because it's touching a nerve that's nothing to do with the actual situation. Yeah. So maybe take a look uh things that really upset you mm-hmm. that you think that you might be overreacting about maybe write them down and then after a couple of weeks look back and see maybe what is the common thread in these yeah because it could be a case that um you were really really hurt when you were 12 <laughs> and it stuck with you and it made it really knocked your confidence and then every other like maybe friendship interaction maybe interaction with your family or whatever it yep. doesn't even matter what the storyline is totally the, the, there might be a thread of that same feeling coming out, and it might touch on that nerve. And brilliantly said, Jane, if yeah. I do say so. Like I
1: think that that's absolutely it. Usually, you're really. I mean, we're all a little bit sensitive. Usually, you're really sensitive points are, are a, d- a deep-rooted thing. Therapy yeah. does help a lot with that. that time. So you're like your triggers and when you have that sensitive reaction it is like exactly Jane said taking a second to think about it before you because l- then I can like lash back out immediately and I'm like no I'm actually thinking this now Well and also being respectful of other people if, if I if I notice someone is sensitive about a certain topic I'm like well actually it's probably not directed at me it's probably because of something else that could have happened yeah. in some cases
0: I would say um, yeah I mean I what I try and do because I am also a very sensitive person I try and stop the compulsive thoughts about the storyline yeah. And focus on well, what what am I actually feeling? Like one words, like oh, hollow, oh, a bit sad. My Aww. heart hurts a little bit, and generally, that's where it's coming from. Something okay. else hurt your heart at some stage. Oh, so that's what I'd say.
1: Yeah. Okay, last one, quick one. Is it normal to not enjoy or be excited about college? All this best year seems like bullshit to me. <laughs> I, I think it's. To, I I you love college though. No, did you no, not? no, no. So I. uh I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely warmed up to it. Definitely, like third and fourth year, preferred to the first few years. I definitely didn't have that like major, amazing college experience in first year. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'd say like I made some great friends, but I certainly wouldn't be like it was amazing and I loved every minute of it. No way. But I was living at home as well. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to know like, what are they? Is this a girl or the guy? Uh, like what do you mean about college you mean about the college experience or about the actual like learning i think it's probably
1: just that pressure of like before you go to college she, her name is has ended in 98 so i'm wondering if she born in 98 what probably age would yeah. that make her and um, i'm just trying to figure out if she's in college or 22, starting
0: 22 oh yeah so anyway, she might be going back yeah, to college so.
1: i do think there's a lot of pressure for um to to like i I think there's a pressure about college you have a great time you're gonna go mad you're gonna make loads of friends you're gonna make lots of mistakes you're gonna do this that and the other and then for some people just isn't that way and maybe you don't make loads of friends and maybe it's hard maybe you like the course i do think there's a pressure for college to be amazing
0: i think also this ties back into the whole timeline thing it's like i am a staunch believer in that it's absolutely ridiculous that kids come out of leaving cert and expect to know yeah what they want to do. do and like chances are like like you you haven't used your degree really <laughs> well, I, I mean you tra- have done on paper you have degree yes but i do is it related to what Four you're doing years. at the moment no it's not changed. not at all i, I i'd say 90 percent of my friends it's the same unless except the ones that are like therapists and software like. whatever yeah. yeah 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 um but those kind of courses you do because like you said you did tv and film you're so mm-hmm. like well oh, I love reality TV and I might yeah. want to get into film. I like that, yeah. Because um, your, your interest change, I, I, I didn't go back, to, I went to college when I was 22 or 21 uh, and did two years and I did journalism and, and then I kind of segued into marketing in a weird way. I would say um, I hate the timeline thing of like, you go to college at 18 and you have the best time ever. You go wild. I think college absolutely isn't for everyone. Some people don't thrive in that kind of academic environment. I don't, I certainly don't. Um, so no, it's it is completely normal, and we have some friends who, yeah, like
1: lots of different situations, like some of them like stopped halfway through, went back and much yeah. later, and some of them didn't just dropped out completely and started their own thing, and some didn't go, some did go, some yeah. went on me and had just a kind of a normal, I wouldn't say like i wouldn't be like it was the best time of my life like i was, I actually think after college when i you know started a job i really liked and started going out like a bit later in my 20s i think i'd like really yeah had a better time
0: i i think of now like i would like to go back and study something now well in theory i would but i don't think i'm very good academically yeah i like learning on my own terms um but yeah at that age like like my brother he he went to college he went back to college when he was 29 and mm-hmm. did his degree in social work and now he's a social worker like i mean. There's so much time Like don't feel like You need to be In fucking college zone yeah. now You might want to go In six or seven years Like I mean Yeah No it's it's uh Fuck that Yeah if you're not Excited by
1: it That's totally fine Grant it's Not for everyone We don't all slot Into the same path We don't okay anyway, that's all thanks so much for listening guys thanks for listening S- sorry for the break I hope uh, we didn't leave anyone hanging on our on our little holliers oh every day they
0: were checking Spotify um, for an yeah, an I episode. know refreshing every refreshing day. iTunes every day every day um, but thanks for listening as always uh, thanks so much for listening and if you feel like you can spare a couple of dollar bills each month to become a patron we have a patron only series called Shy Talk which comes out On every off week, if you get me. Every other week, yep. So two extra episodes a month. Um, it's only a couple of quid and it's a real hodgepodge like the one we just did
1: we went from everything from covid to dodgy encounters in the park to um a psychic medium jane's psychic medium experience it's a lot more personal we talk a lot more about things happening in our lives that exact week um it's really casual we can say a lot more stuff because it's obviously a way smaller uh pool pool of people listening
0: and it's fun yeah, no, it is. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It always kind of warms up because how we decided to do it was because um, before we click record on the podcast, whatever the topic is, we always shy talk for like half an hour to an hour yeah. b- having a cup of tea before we start recording. So we literally just turn on the L recorder as we do it. Yeah. Um, but look, if you can't afford it, that's totally grand. I know just it's tell a tough your mates times. Instead. But please, please, please tell your mates, leave reviews. If you're listening to us right now, Take a screen grab of your screen on your Spotify or whatever, and put it on story and tag us because.